Esther 4, verses 6 to 17. So Hathak went to Mordecai in the open square of the city in front of King's Gate. Mordecai told him everything that had happened to him, including the exact amount of money Haman had promised to pay into the royal treasury for the destruction of the Jews. He also gave him a copy of the text of Edict for their annihilation, which had been published in Sua. To show to Esther and explain to her, and he had told him to instruct her to go to the king's presence and beg for mercy and plead with him for her people. Hanthank went back and reported to Esther what Mordecai had said. Then, then she instructed him to say to Mordecai, All the king's officials and the people of the royal provinces know that for any man or woman who approaches the king in the inner court will be summoned to the king has but one law, but they will be put, that they will be put to death unless the king extends the gold scepter to them and spares their lives. But 30 days have passed since I was called to go to the king. When Esther's words were reported to Mordecai, he sent back this answer. Do not think that because you are in the king's house, you alone of all the Jews will escape. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you will have come to the royal position for such time as this. Then Esther sent this reply to Mordecai. Go, gather all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days or night or day. I and my attendants will do as you do. When this is done, I will go to the king, even though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went away and carried out all of Esther's instructions. Thank you very much. That's wonderful. That's great. I think what we'll do is, Andrew, if you give me a hand over with this table, because I think to describe the quicker way of doing it, we need some props. So should we do this? And we also need a volunteer who doesn't mind getting a little bit messy. Okay. So, Albie, do you mind having things on your face? Thought I'd just mention that bit. You're a bit iffy about that, aren't you? I have got a backup plan, okay? There is um, significant disadvantages of becoming my daughter-in-law, and one of which is, is I say to her, if nobody else volunteers, do you mind doing this? So, Albie, do you want to come and see what I'm thinking? Do you want to sit there and listen? Alex will do it if... Oh, we didn't see you. I'll explain, okay? And then if all else fails, there is Charlotte. What it says, okay, and this is a way of summing up the story of Esther. Has anybody here done school sports day? Yeah, good. Anybody here remember school sports day? Do you remember the bit where they say, on your marks, get set, go? You've obviously done it, haven't you, okay? And on your marks means kind of get prepared, doesn't it? Yeah, it means, excuse me, my, my ear's falling off here. On your marks means get prepared, okay, and then get set, 
How do, do you, does anybody know exactly? Charlotte, you know exactly, don't you, what it means? Do, what, you don't want to do that doing church, really, no. You said the face thing was okay. What you do, you're wearing a skirt. Isn't on your marks, you get down, don't you, first of all, like that. Is that right? And then you get set, you go up a bit. You do not want to see my bottom in that position. You get up a bit, don't you, and then you, you go. Is that right? On your marks, get set, go. Anyway, the Esther story is like that, okay? And I'll explain what I mean. First of all, in the story, Esther had to get ready. Now, do you remember what it says in the Bible about the way that she got ready? I don't remember exactly, but I shall read it to you. Esther had to be prepared by having six months of oil of myrrh and six months of spices and ointment. Do you remember why she had to have that done? Because to look beautiful. Not suggesting for one minute you need that, Charlotte, okay? Thought I'd just mention that. Six months of oil, okay? We haven't got six months, but six moments of oil. Spices, okay, is that all right? And a little bit of ointment. This was to make her look beautiful because she needed to be prepared because she was, this is the way they did things in those days, okay? Not many many people have, you know, like a a row of women who actually want to marry them, apart from perhaps people like Prince William. Okay, and he chose very well, didn't he? I'm sure that she had six months of oil, spices and ointment. But anyway, in this story, the women prepared themselves, and this is what Esther did, and then he chose her because she was not only the most beautiful person, but also, because actually we don't do it like that these days, do we? we? We think of other things as well, it's what's inside, isn't it, as well? And then also, she was prepared spiritually, because she was the adopted daughter of Mordecai, and he was a, a really faithful, um, he was a, a Jewish man, really faithful person, and he taught her the way to live. And so she was, she was recognized for being inside a lovely person. Anyway, there we go. Right, so, does anybody want me to do the oil and the ointment and spices on their face? Alex, you're wonderful. The good news for you, though, Alex, is I'm not going to do it like that. I'm going to do it like that, okay? Now, is anybody here? Now, Charlotte, you could be this, couldn't you? Your, your sister's one of these. Could you be the beautician for me? Is that okay? Right? We've got not all over the entire face because, as you can see already, Alex is beautiful on the inside and on the out. But do have a seat there, Alex. We've got a seat and we've got scissors and, of course, we've got cucumber, which you have to have, don't you, when you're doing a beauty regime. So, there we are. So, Esther, first of all, had to be beautiful on the outside and beautiful on the inside and I was just thinking that I was going to do this separately but while we're busy here doing this we're on our marksing I was just thinking what about us if we want to be of use to God sometimes when God's getting us ready for something he wants us to have preparations doesn't he he wants us to kind of listen to him he wants us to learn about him he wants to read his word he wants us to pray and all sorts of ways to prepare and also there's there's different things like like Andy okay this week didn't you? you're not picking on you don't have to say a word by the way but this week you've got a new job yay fantastic <laughs> now to get that To get that new job, you had to prepare, didn't you? You had to do, I remember the study, I remember the many hours at the Chinese turning, earn some money so you could study, as well as everything else in all your family commitments. But that preparation was worth it because you've now got a good job. Excellent. So well done and congratulations. But you have to prepare for lots of things, don't you, in life? And this is what's happening. There we are. She's becoming very beautiful. It doesn't really show, actually. It's one of those subtle, subtle face packs, which is probably just as well. Okay, are you glowing? That's lovely. Are we ready for the wiping off moment? Are we going to do the the next thing on your marks? Okay, now the next thing 
is that you need to get set. Okay, should we do the cucumber first? Oh, sorry, I'm just no good. There we are. Let's have the cucumbers. Okay, the preparation. That's like on the picture, is it not? Beautiful, wonderful. Uh, can we have a picture? I, I don't, I'm not surprised really. Looking incredibly beautiful before anyway, actually, to be fair. That's wonderful. Thank you, Alex. That is marvellous. Now, what we've got, I think that you don't need six months of that. I think you just need a bit of water, just in case. There we go. So a little, it's still warm. That's even better. We'll just give it a wipe off. Okay, thank you, if you don't mind, Charlotte. That's wonderful. Because... The preparations were done. The spiritual preparations were done. She, of course, look, is it just incredibly beautiful. But we have on your marks. But then we have get set. The get set bit, when the bottom's in the air, in the race, the get set bit is when, I suppose, really, you are called to do something. Sometimes God will prepare you for stuff before you really know what he wants you to do. And actually, what Esther had then, she had the call, didn't she, from God, but it came from Mordecai, she was called, it says in the Bible, okay, the king loved Esther because she'd done all the preparation. She was such a beautiful person on the inside and the out, than more than all the other women. And she had grace and favor in his sight so that he then did this. He set the, let's find the royal, oh, you've got it there, haven't you? But it, it's a kind of a Velcroed crown, okay? Set the royal crown. Are you okay sitting there being the, the, the queen? There we go. A royal crown. Found that in the loft while sorting through James's things to move. There we go. A crown she became. Queen, didn't she? Queen Esther. That sometimes you need to be prepared by God and sometimes you need to be, you need to be set in a special position so that you can actually do what God wants you to do. So you, he, she became queen. Okay, beautiful, wonderful queen there. And then Mordecai, her, her adopted dad, said, that she needed to say something for God. Do you remember in the story that there was a really bad man called Haman and he was killing off everybody, which was really bad, and it was her people, the God's people. And Mordecai said to her, now you're queen, if you keep silent, you and your father's house will perish. Who knows whether you've not come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Now that little phrase, for such a time as this, means that everybody has a special purpose, everybody has a special role in their lives. And that's what, does it smell really quite fragrant yeah but that's what Esther had she had a special purpose to save God's people so God kind of called her and said are you going to do this and Esther said yes I'm going to do it yes I'm going to speak but instead of speaking straight away what did she do she did for three days she did something and not only did she do that something but she got lots of other people to do it first do you remember what she did she fasted and she prayed. And I think that's a really good principle in life, okay? Clearly not too much of the fasting on my behalf, but the praying is really good and the fasting is actually also good. Basically, she didn't have food and she sat and she listened to God and she prayed to God and said, God, help me to do what you want me to do. Because she was really scared of going to the king. Because although he was her husband, he was a very, very scary man because he's very, very powerful. And he could have her killed if she spoke against him. So... She prayed for three days, which was a good thing to do. And then she heard from God, and God said to her, make a banquet, okay? So she made a banquet, a really big meal, and invite your husband to it, and special important people to it. And she made this banquet, and she invited her husband to this banquet. And then he had a really good time, and he said to her, what can I do for you? What would you like? And she said, I want you to come for another banquet. 
So she prepared another banquet for him, okay? And she invited to that banquet, asked him to invite Haman, who's the, the bad man. And the rest of the story you may well know, he came to the banquet and then she told her husband all the bad things that Haman had done and he was really cross and then he changed things around, didn't he? She spoke up at the banquet. You don't have to say anything, by the way. It's not even switched on. But she spoke up. You could do one day if you wanted to. But she spoke up and she said that he needed to tell Haman off and he got killed because he was so, such a bad man and then save the people of God, didn't she? God's people. So, there we go. A bit of speaking, a bit of preparation, lots of prayer, lots of cooking and all sorts of things. And Esther, she did exactly what God wanted her to do. And thank you very much for doing what I wanted you to do. That's wonderful, Alex. Tremendous. You can go ahead and sit down. Let's have a wash if you like to wash it off down there. That's wonderful. So the moral of that tale is you've got on your marks when you actually prepare stuff, isn't it? That actually she got prepared inside and out. And then get set when you actually, God calls you to do something and, and you then put the things in place. She prayed and she prepared, didn't she? And then she invited her husband to the banquet because God told her to go. And she did those things and she spoke up and she saved God's people. So that's the story of Esther summed up. On your marks, get set, go. But you've got something in mind, haven't you, Andrew? If there's time. Do you think there's time? I think Thank you, Alice. And for us, we can uh, think what our preparation is. When God calls us to do something on your marks, get set, and then go and do, do what the Lord has said. I think, Sally, we might be best not to do that. What we were going to do is get the children up and have uh, over and under activity as they, uh, as they uh, on your marks, get set, go. But just as they're all settled, it might be good to pray and then go into the final worship, do you think? Do they want to do it often? Can we do it at the end during we coffee? Can, we can do it at the end during coffee. That's yes. fine. Good. Right. Lovely. Right, okay. So then let's just pray and then we'll have our final sort of worship. Let's pray. We thank you, Father, that each one of us is very special. We thank you for Esther today. We thank you for the way in which she's so precious to her friends and to her family and to her, particularly to her mum and dad. And we pray your blessing upon her. But Lord, we also pray for each person here that we are all like Esther in that sense, that you have a special purpose and plan for our lives. We pray, Lord, that we will come to know you more closely. We'll come to commit ourselves to you, Lord, that so we can listen to you and we can prepare to do the call that you have upon our lives, Lord. We thank you that we are precious to you. And we pray today, Lord, that we will listen to you. We pray today that you will help and you will equip us. And that when you tell us to go and to do what you want us to do, that we'll be ready to serve you. In Jesus' name, we offer ourselves to you and we pray for your blessing upon our lives, that we will fulfill the purpose that you have for us. Amen.